All right. Welcome to Mountain Real Estate. Today is a very special day because I'm here with Vic. But it, it, there's just like sometimes signs on places where it's like, left early to go skiing. They're like, <laughs> um, And we're sitting next to each other. And so we're trying not to make this awkward, but we're on video. So you get to see our faces. So we're going to talk about Mountain Real Estate today. And Mick has some really cool projects to share. You forgot to do the little ears announcement. Oh, and if you have little ears, <laughs> Mick is not PC. So get him out of the room. I'm like, cuss. <laughs> but it, they kind of have to learn it yeah. sometimes anyway. It's an adult language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mick, why don't you tell us about yourself? Well, my name is Mick Lindquist, and my wife and I bought a motel up in Leadville, Colorado. It's called the Timberline Motel. We bought it back in April, um, and we moved up there permanently in on Halloween. Oh. So it's nice because my wife is able to work from home. So we have a supplemental income and then we have a house down in Denver that we're able to rent out to sort of supplement our income as well. Okay. So that's where we're at right now. Awesome. So what, what is your vision for this motel? What's the goal of the project? Uh, <laughs> just to not lose a shit ton of money. No, so my background's in construction. So I, for 14 years, I ran a construction company, mostly exterior renovation down in Denver. Um, and originally our vision, I, my, at my job, I essentially hit burnout probably like three years ago. So I got to the point where I was just like, yeah, I'm going to eventually I'll like get out of this funk. And I just wasn't. So I ended up quitting my job. I'm still an owner, a silent owner, I guess you could call it, with my business partner, Bryce. So it's 5280 Exteriors is what he's running down in Denver. They did our windows. They're great. And I'm very proud of Mick for being a business owner. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Small business owner. Good job. Thanks. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of reached a level of burnout where I was, I was realizing I was just like coming home from work and just like not in a good mood, kind of dreading the next day. And it was just not a healthy spot to be. Yeah. So a lot of people can relate though. Yeah. So kind of our original plan. So since my wife now works remotely, we were able to, I, kind of our idea was to get uh, a mountain. We've always wanted a mountain house of our own that we could, you know, vacation to, or possibly use as an Airbnb. Um, so the original plan was to just find kind of a fixer upper because the house we fixed up down in Denver is it was built in 1890s oh. and we did like a full gut renovation on it. And we both found out we're very passionate towards kind of making old things new and updating them while also keeping the same uh, character. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the initial goal was like find a cheap spot that we can invest for our family. Um, and as we were looking, we stumbled upon a couple other, like there was a hotel in Uray, Colorado. Oh yeah. And it was like an 1890, just beautiful old hotel, like right up our alley. Like yeah. we're like, this would be so awesome if we could like make this work. Um, so that 
then we also were talking to like friends and family and they were starting to be like, oh, if you guys found an idea, we'd like to go in with you guys on, we'd be willing to either invest or if you find like multiple units that you could do, possibly we would own one of the units. So that kind of gave us the ability to look more in the commercial area. Okay. So we found this spot in URA and we were just like, this hotel is incredible. It had like a bar, there was like a restaurant in it. And then it had two stories of rooms that were basically made for like, it was like old miners. So yeah. they're just like small, tiny rooms with community bathrooms and just, but it was just like the feel of it was amazing. Yeah. But the third level was uninhabitable. Like nobody's been up there for like three, 30 years or something. Like ghosts? Uh, maybe some ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> And there's definitely just, it needed like way more money than we could afford to put in. So we did the due diligence on it and we're like, oh, there's no chance in hell we can afford yeah. this. Um, but that kind of is what got us thinking like, oh, maybe we could do a business and have a spot for our family. So that's when we stumbled upon the place in Leadville and the, it's called the Timberline Motel. And what's really cool about it is it's, um, it's at the end of Main Street in Leadville. So we're actually the last building that's part of the National Historical District, which is oh. awesome because that, again, fits our mold of like making something old, update it, but keep the old feeling to it. Yeah. And then the motel is like a 1950s, just what you would picture, like a shitty motel. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah, then we're like, all right, we can do this. And originally we were going to live in the motel or in a loft in the motel. Um, but the rule in Leadville is you can, you can have as many rooms as you have parking spaces. Okay. And we decided, we talked to the person that owned the lot behind us and we're basically going to ask him if he could like rent us out those parking spaces. Um, and he ended up wanting to sell his property too. So we were just like, <laughs> investors can we please have some more money <laughs> and luckily we were able to purchase that so we have it's just a little house we're able to live with our family and there's a little restaurant on there as well that is a family-owned restaurant so they are continuing to run that so it's nice because now we can use the loft that we were going to live in we can start renting that out and have another source of revenue uh -huh. <sighs> So that's pretty much where we're at. <laughs> so for the listeners, Mick and Nell are amazing. Everyone they talk to is like, of course, I'll give you more money. And then they start a project and then they're like, let's it's make more. it bigger. Let's do more. It's more Nell. That, uh, they trust <laughs> and they say, money. we love Nell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it keeps getting bigger. So you mm -hmm. bought a motel mm -hmm. and then you bought the property behind it, which is a house and... And... Uh, it's a Mexican restaurant and it's got a garage on it as well. And <laughs> the biggest reason we got it was for the parking spots. So the parking. just by having those parking spots, we can't afford to do anything with it now, but in the future, if we do well, we could essentially grow them, add more rooms to the motel oh, okay. since we have the parking now. Um, so it basically just increased the value of the motel, even with us not doing anything. Cause okay. we, and we could sell, we could sell with the intent of like somebody else could remodel right. and, and 
and add rooms to it. So it, it kind of added value. It was an easy ask of our invest, investors because it really added basically as much value like that yeah. as what we paid for it. To wow. them. So it, it really, we got lucky essentially. You're smart. <laughs> <laughs> and Nell is amazing. Nell's smart. <laughs> no, you guys are a dynamic duo. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. So you bought this motel and then you bought the next property and you were initially looking for something for your family and then it snowballed. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing is you had like small ideas and they just kept getting bigger. And then you talked to people and then you kept getting more things. So what is your, um, like as of today, which I assume it's going to change in six months to, we're going to buy all of downtown Leadville. But, um, what is your main goal for the motel? Like how much work are you putting in? So the motel itself, there are 16 rooms. Um, well, there's, there's 15 motel rooms and then the the historical building is it's three apartments on the ground floor and a laundry room okay and then above used to be just three more apartments but we essentially gutted above and we're turning that into like a three-bedroom loft which it, it's got like the most amazing view of a couple 14ers and it's it's such a beautiful like rented spot that's above main street so you can like see yeah. the entire view um, so that's going to be, that's like the thing we've invested the most money into. And then the motel has four units that are a little bit bigger of the 15. They're bigger than the others. And they have, we had a contractor that we hired who's essentially, they all have kitchenettes in them. Okay. So we could use those as like longer term renting if we want, but we can also hike up the, the rent a little bit more for those rooms since it does have that. And that's pretty rare for especially motels. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the goal is essentially, well, first to pay back our investors. <laughs> Those <laughs> like people that thought you guys were so great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and it's awkward because it is a lot of friends and family and, you know, construction over time and over budget. And yes. we're just like, hey, can we have some more money, please? <laughs> please say, I want some more. <laughs> So How can they say no to that? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's mostly, yeah, now it's just like, here's the numbers and like, we're going to make this work. And I'm Supply just chain issues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, so the goal is to pay everyone. And it, like I said, since we have this supplemental income, Nell and I can afford to not, we don't necessarily have to pay ourselves that much, if at all, um, until we're able to pay back the investors. So that, that was another kind of way that we felt comfortable having investors because we're like hey listen we're not going to take a paycheck like we're going to work mm -hmm. our asses off to get you guys paid and then hopefully after a couple of decades you know <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can start paying ourselves but no the plan i think is seven to ten years that if everything went the way we want would be it would be hopefully most of our investors would be paid off by then but we have a couple equity investors too that just own so we don't necessarily have to pay them back in full because they'll have equity in the business as well okay so is it structured as a partnership right now we have it it's an llc okay. but nell and i are the only two that are part of the LLC. so it's okay it's they're they're not owner they're not considered well they are owners but we don't have it like set up yet as like you own 8% or you own 
so we essentially are going to pay back what we owe and then from there we'll have we'll eventually start doing profit sharing for the people okay. who are invested um in equity so tell me about this place it's exactly what you would picture like a 1970s like <laughs> same gross shaggy carpet that smells like smoke and throw up and and like just those drapes that like are filled with smoke and it's it just it wasn't well taken care of and so we're essentially gonna yeah really fix up those rooms and get them to where we can bump up the rent a little bit but also not like be assholes and like have like Joe, whatever, can't stay there with his buddies and yeah. go skiing. Um, so yeah, we, we want to kind of be sort of in the middle area of like, not like the cheap meth hotel, but like, <laughs> and also not like there's a couple of really nice hotels in town that like, we don't, the prices they're charging, we don't want to be at that high level. We want it to be like pretty affordable for, for most people. So that's okay. the ultimate goal. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's so exciting. I can't wait to come stay in it. I don't know if I want to stay in the seedy one or the nice yeah, one. You don't. <laughs> you might get like secondhand something. <laughs> uh, um, so switching gears a little bit from your specific project, how, like you talked a little bit about like affordable housing in mountain towns. Obviously mm -hmm. it's an issue kind of everywhere. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like your project is going to help the community and then in general how do you feel about leadville as a community and a place to live or to visit so as far as our motel go it our motel unfortunately has a reputation uh, <laughs> so it, it's kind of one of those things where you talk to some old timers that they don't like seeing like this big change in there mm -hmm. it's like one of the last gems in colorado mm -hmm. um and a lot is changing up there. And it's it, it's kind of like, it's hard because we feel a little guilt, but at the same time, we're like, we read the police reports and like, <laughs> it was like a meth hotel. And like, so it, we're like cleaning up. It, it, does, it definitely has a reputation for a certain type of clientele. Yeah. Um, and, and nine out of 10 people that we talked to is just like, oh, thank God somebody else is running this motel now, like it'll, that was kind of an eyesore at the end of town. Um, so that's kind of nice, but as far as affordable housing goes, it, we're, we have to, it, it, we're trying to find like a healthy balance. Cause it's like, we have to be a profitable business. We have to pay back our investors. Mm -hmm. But again, we don't want to like outprice like the normal family. Like one of the main draws we want to be is like, as a family come stay at our place and you can ski at ski Cooper and teach your kids to ski. And you're not going to be spending a thousand dollars a day like you would in Vail or anywhere else in Colorado, like ski town. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of one of the draws we want is to have like an affordable spot for like a family like ours to like actually be like, okay, I don't, if I'm going to spend a thousand dollars a day, I want to like be on a beach somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, but here we're trying to keep the cost where it's like, yeah, we can afford to do a three day weekend up there and not like have to save up for months and months and months. And so we're trying to find like kind of a healthy middle. Mm -hmm. Um, and Led, it's just such a small town. Like it's a one square mile. 
So oh, really, yeah, I and that, I think there's three thousand people there, and it really it's what was happening. A lot of people would live there, like in an affordable house in the past, and then commute to Vail or commute to Breckenridge. But now, like pricing up there, like nobody can afford to live up there anymore. Oh, even in Lenville. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not like Frisco yet. It's not like, but it's. Uh, essentially real estate it seems like have doubled in the last two to three years wow. from what i've been told and have seen i know that's how i feel Sadie. <laughs> oh man <laughs> the grunts and the moans so yeah. it it's an inch i mean you every business has like a help wanted sign on it mm -hmm. and it's just i mean it, it's really hard for people to find work so we're trying to hopefully look at other opportunities around town because there's so few plots, but like ways that we can, I can use my construction knowledge and some of my contacts to possibly build more affordable housing um, that would benefit businesses up there and just benefit people. Yeah. So that's something, again, I'd have to say, please, sir, can I have some <laughs> more? So I think we have to start showing that we can make money before we would be able to do something like that. But that's definitely something that's on our list of goals to, to accomplish while we're hopefully up here for a long time. Yeah. So you think mm -hmm. you'll be up here a long time? I, originally, the plan was two to three years, and now it's like two to three decades. <laughs> <laughs> we really love it there, and our kids love it. And we're just enjoying ourselves. So I, I don't, I don't know. We're very early in the process, yeah. so it could change in a year, but right now, yeah, we both, our entire family loves it there. And what was the other question you asked? Just Leadville in general. So Leadville. Yeah. Um, what do you like about it? I just like the small town community feel like you feel like you can meet somebody at a coffee shop and like, you're going to see that person again. Mm -hmm. And like, I already have a standing meeting with like four guys in their eighties that like, <laughs> just like got to go meet Roy and the gang for my coffee talk. Play bridge. And, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice because you feel like living in Denver, I just never really felt like part of the community. You kind of like know your next door neighbor. And, but outside of that, it just didn't feel like you could really talk to somebody and, and like probably would ever see that person again. Mm -hmm. We're here. It's like I'm most of the people I've met, I've seen already a couple of times. And it's it's nice. It's it's smaller than the high school I went to. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a very small community, but it's it's just like feels like more like a, a family type, like yeah. everyone's laid back, everyone's willing to help each other. Like mm -hmm. nobody's like, I don't know in bad moods that often <laughs> it's just like laid back and it's nice and they have good community events that you can meet people at and like get to know and it seems like there's a lot of younger sort of entrepreneurs around our age that are moving there and so it's yeah it's been so far it's been really nice so i we and now loves it too and our kids have a couple friends at school already so it's yeah it's it's been an easier transition than i think we thought it would be. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. I can definitely echo the like small town. <laughs> I feel like there's less of a, a rush to like be productive and there's more emphasis yeah. on like people yeah. instead of doing things. Exactly. Um, 
yeah in denver i was just like oh it's five o'clock i should still be working and like yeah. there like i was talking to your husband about like <laughs> oh don't talk to him about work by uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, there's just like sometimes signs on places where it's like left early to go skiing they're like <laughs> didn't feel like working so like, <laughs> you're just like oh, that's, i get it like, yeah that's fine yeah yeah I, I just like that vibe more than yeah being like 14 hour days and yeah right so but i think it's hard to know that that vibe exists if you're all like i grew up in denver i lived in denver mm -hmm. and like everyone i was around kind of like went to college and has good jobs and yeah. like then you get here and it's like my friend was like i feel like there's no middle class it's either the really rich people or like ski moms and i was like well that's a good point but actually I feel like there's a lot of just like people who are focused on what they want in life and yeah. like, like things simple. And like you said, once you get to know the people, you start seeing them around a lot more and yeah. those connections are more natural than just like meeting somebody in a coffee shop in Denver and never seeing them again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I do think it's kind of like one of those things where you're there and like nobody wants to like you almost don't want to talk about like how great it is because you're like i don't want everybody moving exactly like, i know i was thinking about that i was like should we tell people don't move to Leno because yeah. we don't want to change the character like, yeah just move to like breckenridge or yeah <laughs> breckenridge is great yeah. <laughs> unless you're staying at the hotel yeah <laughs> definitely motel. stay at the motels and tell your friends <laughs> exactly <laughs> i know it's such a fine balance of like we want to keep the feel but we need people to come because it's a tourist town. I know, and that's, yeah, it really, and it's, it is a huge, there's people that have been there for decades and decades. And I, I could totally see from their perspective where they're like, everything is changing. Like Main Street, it seems like is under new ownership by like half the buildings are getting like renovated. Mm -hmm. So it, it's good because it seemed like some of the old owners weren't actually taking care of some of those buildings. And I, I've heard of a few buildings that actually had to be demolished because, and it, these are historical buildings. Yeah. So you're like, that's a piece of history that's just gone because the person owned it 40 years and didn't put a dime into right. like maintaining it. So I can see both sides. Um, and again, that's like why we're trying to find good middle ground. But at some point, yeah, you're like, this is such a gem of a spot. And like, it's just, you got to take care of the, otherwise they could lose like their national historic, right? whatever ranking or what's the word? Registry. Registry. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, but you guys are preserving the history while updating it. Right. Like that yeah so best. we're investing in like the structural part of it which sucks because it's like you're not making any money on that that's right. just like money you're just like throwing not throwing away because you're the building's gonna keep standing <laughs> which is nice but it yeah it, it's something where it's like if people were updating the building as they went it would have been a lot less of an ordeal yeah so it's unfortunate but i'm glad we're able to like help maintain like a piece of history essentially yeah that feels good and it's yeah it's just that's what nell and i i think are most passionate about that's awesome mm -hmm. okay mick where can people get in touch with you or do you want people to get in touch with you uh, maybe wait till like the math <laughs> rooms are cleaned 
<laughs> no, we're uh, now my wife is actually a very she's very tech savvy. So she's in web development. So she's working on our our website. Um, so I think it's just timberlineleadville.com. Um, and we'll just kind of do updates as we go through our construction process. Um, but the goal is to have most of the rooms ready for rental um, by this summer. Um, oh. We probably won't have all of them, but like at least the majority of them should be ready for hitting those summer busy months. Um, so if you want a seedy motel, get there before summer. Yeah, if you want the seedy motel, <laughs> that's like $8 a night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you to yeah please sleep it up it's clean we promise we have an on-site manager that's fantastic Shalene she does an amazing job with and she's been there she was there from previous owner okay and so she's stayed on with us and she has done an amazing job with like what she had to work with and she's taken pride in her job and has helped us so much in this transition phase um so it's it's not like I I'm saying it's like a dumpy mode it it's clean and yeah. it's it's nice it's just outdated rooms that need to be updated yeah in dated outdated updated uh, downdated i'm not a scientist <laughs> all right so timberline leadville is where people can find you timberline mm -hmm. motel don't tell your friends to go to leadville just tell them to visit but only go to the timberline motel yeah. and support local business <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thanks, Nick, for joining today. It's so nice to hang out with you and yeah. to talk about real estate with you. Woo! And we're out. Ow!